Okay, so welcome to the Before Skynet podcast, and I'm your host, Mr. Rock, and doing something a little bit different once again, still bringing you some advice, some information, and sharing my knowledge with you guys out there who are listening. Some of you are not, but it's okay. Hopefully you'll benefit the ones that are listening. So, I am just going to be talking just a little bit about where we are going with technology and how it's going to impact us for the future. And this is something and a topic that I've been touching on on every single episode that I've done so far. But I thought it's really important to really highlight and dig a little bit deeper into something that has become very close to my knowledge, heart and thoughts of the future. And this thing, this topic is about investing. Now, many of us um, out there may think about investing from, you know, daily trading, for example, or you can understand about like buying stocks and shares. Some people are in it. Some people are not in it. But one of the key things I really want to be focusing on and getting everybody else out there to start thinking about is the future and where your income is going to come from. Now, we're in a position in the world today where technology is moving and advancing so quickly, hence the reason why I started this podcast. And one of the key areas for setting yourself up for the future is to invest. Now, I'm not saying... I am an expert at this. I don't really know loads of information or I'm not here to tell you exactly where you should be investing your money and what the returns are going to be or anything like that. I just want to just highlight something just to get your mind starting to think about where your future will be. Now, the key thing in this is that we are moving slowly and steadily towards AI, robotics, and computers doing most of the work. So the day-to-day jobs that we have right now are changing rapidly. You may have seen it in some of your roles. You may see automation and some of the processes that you've been doing in your workplace over the years, but guarantee this is going, this is exploding right now. And many of us may not see it because it's really in the background or the developers or you know, businesses are thinking about like how they can implement technology into their workplace. And the main reason for that is to compete with others and other people, other companies, other organizations that are also trying to implement technology to increase productivity. At the same time as cre- increasing productivity, they want to reduce the overheads. Now, one of the biggest overheads for any company is its employees. So if I can replace you, with a robot to do the same work, why wouldn't I? Now, sometimes people may think to themselves, well, that's never going to happen. There's always going to be jobs. It's always been like that. If we've been through all the different transitions through history in terms of like how we've moved from the, um, how we've moved through all the revolutions over the last how many hundreds of years. But this revolution is very, very different. Now, you may say, well, it's a continuous thing. That's how it's always been. It's always been a change. There's always been new technologies, you know, even from going from the horse and carriage to the automobile, for example. Now, 
I understand there is an impact and there has been always an impact and a shift in the types of work and jobs people have had in the past, but I really think we're into something very, very different. The fact that we can the fact that we can give a lot of our workload on to something that is autonomous, that doesn't really need much human interaction and get that to do all, all the work for us is something that we've really never seen before. And at the speed and at the rate that it's able to be done, it can, it can wipe out a whole industry, whole sections of jobs, whole departments. And we may see right now where we're implementing all this automation and technology and then people are using this and then being more productive and moving on to other areas or able to manage more projects and so on. But there's only going to be a finite amount of projects that people are going to be you know, focusing on. So with that said, I really see as where will we be for the future in terms of the income that we're generating. Now, one of the key areas for, I think, to set yourself up is to start looking at investing, putting your money into companies that will one day be autonomous. So you can see right now, if you do your research and you Google and you find out exactly what's happening with Amazon, I don't really have all the facts and figures right now to provide to you, but take some time out, find out what Mr. Bezos is doing with his company. At the minute, there's whole there's a whole load of roles that he's unable to fill or people taking time off or being in ill or getting injured within the workplace. And he's found out the probably the best thing for him to do right now is to start integrating more robotics into the processes of what he's doing in his organization. Now you might think, well, there's still going to be jobs for people and so on. But if you really think about where, where Amazon has been in the beginning to where it is now, we can even look at it from a point of view of the share price. Now, probably like 15 years ago, the share price of Amazon was, I think it was roughly like two pounds, two dollars or something like that, 15 years ago. Now it's at, you know, a hundred and something dollars. Now, if you think about it, if you had invested money back then, if you had put in, I don't know, a thousand or twenty thousand dollars or pounds or whatever, how much that will be worth now? Okay. Now, we can't predict the future, but we can look into where things are going and realistically how we think the world will be. Now, if you look at it from my point of view, and I'm talking about how technology is taking over and how it will rule um, it will rule the world as it is right now. You know, day to day, you leave your house, you have technology in your pocket, everything that you touch has some type of technology uh, connected to it, connected to the cloud, connected to hard drives, connected to, to servers and so on. Now this is gonna increase and increase and make our lives more efficient in the things that we need to do for the day. But the more efficient our, our lives become, the less the less demand that we'll need on real people. Give an example of even cleaning your house, for example. We have robots that clean our homes. This is something that we probably never would have thought of before. It's something that might shave off, I don't know, five, 10 minutes of your day. 
every day. But if you see that expanding into other areas of your home, other areas of the industries that you work in, it's going to have a major effect. Now, let's come back to the main point that I'm focusing on right now is to invest in companies that are trying to grow and reduce their overheads. Anything connected to technology in the future, 10, 15 years down the line, where will these companies be? How much value will be in these companies? How much dividends will these companies be paying out? Now, if you're not really into investing and haven't looked at it now, I really suggest that you really do. I wish I had done 10, 15 years ago, especially with Amazon when I first saw it. If I knew how to invest then, um, I might be in a totally different position. But it is what it is. I am here where I am now and I'm starting. So I've only been in it just over maybe a year and I've taken the time out to really start to understand how investing really works now people have said to me before oh why don't you invest you should do this you should do that and at the time i was like well i don't have the money to invest i you know came up with all these excuses as to why i wouldn't do it now thinking back even if i'd taken ten dollars or ten pounds and looked at how to invest it looked at the difference that it would have made in a year or two years time looked at how the markets worked i would have learned so much more if I'd started five, 10, 15 years ago. I'm starting right now and I'm trying to get other people to start thinking about it as well. Another reason that I highlight this is people like to invest in things that they know about. Now, as someone from an Afro-Caribbean background and many of my friends that are not necessarily Afro-Caribbean, they would have been told, what's the best thing to do? Where should you invest? buy a home the home has always been the number one thing that was always highlighted about investing now this is the story and this is the tale that they tell that they tell us this is the only way for you to be um, financially stable or for you to have an equity or you to build something you need to buy a home and this is something that's been drilled into our heads and day-to-day -day lives this is what we expect and this is what we should do. But news is we're in a different day. There's more information out there. It's easier to access and start investing in shares and stocks. Before you had to go for a broker. Now you have the ability. Now you have the ability to actually just install that in your phone and manage it yourself. You have you have access to all the information that you need. Sometimes you might have to buy an app to get more detailed information. But at the same time, there's so much information there out there on the internet. So I'm going on and on and on about this. But the key factor is technology is coming and advancing so quickly that the area for jobs is going to be very, very different. Areas where you could put your money right now and getting it stuff to work for you is putting it into stocks and shares. Finding out where the best place to put your money is. You know, we've always been taught, save your money, save your money, save your money. But what was the first thing that we thought about when we, when we heard about save our money? Was to put it in the bank. Because that's what they tell us. Put it in the bank, buy a house, have 
get married, have kids happily ever after. Now that may be in the may have been the case, you know, decades and decades ago. That was the way the world was. But nowadays, the world is a very different place. So we have to start looking at the world through a different lens. Not in the old lens. We gotta upgrade the prescription and see 2020. So in addition to that, when we think about down the line, if we're not working, less jobs out there in the future, where will we get our income from? We may need to start relying on government. Okay, so you can't get a job, just like in the UK, many other places around the world, you can't, you can't work, you can't find a job, the government will give you a handout and then enable you to at least survive. Now having investments, if you start early, if you think about 10, 15 years down the line, if you're investing your money, these are the areas that you're going to be generating that extra income when that time comes and guarantee it will come. Now I'm not a super expert, but if you really sit down and think about where we're going, think about the world and what it looked like 20 years ago to the world where it is today and think about where the world will be in 20 more years. The speed in which technology is taking us now is taking us into areas that we could never even think about in the past until now. So with that said, all I'm suggesting, start looking into how to trade. Or not even looking in how to trade, look into how to invest your money in stocks that relate to technology. Even if you just put in £10 a month, $10 a month, get to understand how the industry is working. That same £10 could be a takeaway from McDonald's or Burger King. Just cut one of them out a week. Cut one of them out a month. And take that money and invest it. And see how it works for you. Start to look at the world from a different angle rather than what they've been telling us for years and years and years because all this investing is nothing that they taught us about in school. Okay, I'm going on and on and on and on about this. It seems like a different type of podcast because I'm I'm talking to the audience and just trying to get them to, you know, start thinking. And at this point in time, anybody out there that knows more than me about investing, they can share information with me, feel free to add comments in the in the in the in the chat send me direct uh, messages if you can educate me more I'm all down for it if I can take that information and share with the audience or you can take that information and share with the other audience members that are in the chat please do so just to add to the back of that now if you think about housing okay so you buy a house now, okay? You just bought a house, 20, 25, 30 year mortgage. What would the world look like in 20, 25, or 30 years from now? If you can't see what the world looks like then, in the future, and you can't have an idea of how you're going to manage your income to pay for that house 
I suggest that you take the time to, and sit down and really start to talk, communicate with other people who can share information and knowledge about where things will be. Many people are seeing interest rates rise. The world is in a, a totally different state right now in terms of the wars that are happening around the world. The impact that it's having on people's income, the impact that it's having on interest rates, the impact that it's having on food that you're able to access, goods, price of goods. All these things are happening in and around us and we're seeing it. But many people are still jumping into, I want to buy a house, I want to own a house. Totally up to you. I'm not saying do not buy a house, but just understand you're investing a lot of money in one asset. If you ever heard anybody talk about diversify your portfolio, they will tell you, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Buying a house is putting all your eggs in one basket. An example is, if anything happened in the area that you're living in, could be a war, could be mother nature, whatever it is, and you had to move from that location. That location now is deserted or people are moving from there. How much money can you take? How much of that asset can you take with you to another part of the world, another part of the country, even another part of the city? You can't. It's tied up right there. So we put money into a big basket or all our eggs into one basket. We may have pension funds. We may have, um, which is another form of investment in a sense. But even those pension fund, funds, we've seen in the UK how some of those pension funds have gone bust. People losing years and decades and decades of their money. Another example of putting all your eggs in one basket. You put the eggs in one basket for a house, one in a pension fund, and then you're good. Now it's good to have two baskets. Why not have multiple? Why not spread that money? Spread those investments out a little bit. Give you chance Give yourself that chance and that ability to, if anything serious did happen, that you can draw that money. That that money can make you money. One of the biggest traps I, I find is people will say, renting is dead money. But at the same time, they never explain to you that the price of rent compared to a mortgage plus insurance plus all the other overheads that you need to pay on top of your mortgage will equal more than what you're paying in rent. So if you took that excess money that you would have been paying in a mortgage and put it into the right companies in terms of buying stocks and shares, any dividend, dividends that you're making, you're reinvesting, 
that money is making you money, more dividends, putting it back in, you get more dividends the following year, and it cycles and cycles and cycles. Think about where and how much money you might have after 25, 30 years. And you don't put it all in one business, you can put it in multiple companies, buy different shares, do different things, diversify in your portfolio. You have access to cash. You have the ability to get up and leave. I'm not saying never buy a house. I'm not saying never buy a house. But if you're buying a house, make sure you have enough to invest. We have a basket here, or we have we have a nest here, some eggs in it. We have another one here, another one there, another one there. Diversify. As I said, I'm not ex an expert, so please don't take this every word that I'm saying as the exact thing that you should be doing. But if you take some of the ideas that I have and start talking to experts, start talking to professionals, start talking to people who know the ins and outs of what's going on in the world, in the, in the financial industry, in the housing market, that'll hopefully set you up to be in a great position for where technology is taking us. And before Skynet hits, hopefully you'll be in a great space. Anyway, lecture out. I'm gone. Peace.